This is Gemma Redgrave, and you're listening to Gallifrey Public Radio. Gallifrey Public Radio, a weekly podcast dedicated to positive enjoyment of Doctor Who. We travel through classic and new episodes, explore the extended universe, and play a few games from time to time. We do discuss news, content that has been officially released, and the occasional interesting rumor, but we'll warn you before anything considered spoilers comes up. Welcome to episode 464 of Gallifrey Public Radio where the only thing better than making an uncomfortable choice is having to justify it to the public. I'm Haley. I'm Jay. And I'm Kier. This week, March Madness enters the time vortex as we start a competitive conversation among Doctor Who characters in true tournament fashion. It's only right to say that a lot of this idea behind this emerged from Paul Cornell's popular convention game panel, Celebrity Deathmatch, but we won't be forcing our characters into fights to the death. No, the... That's not to say that it won't be difficult, because with each pairing of each round, we will have to use three criteria to decide which character advances to the next round. This tournament of time, if you will, will focus on the friends of the Doctor, um, who, if you know us, is really a nebulous term we use to refer to non-official companions, which is another nebulous term. Just just bear with us. <laughs> <laughs> we, will, uh, we will explain those criteria as we get into the starting rounds, of which there are four in this bracket. So eight total characters being paired off. But with all that said, let's get cracking on this. So that we all are in full agreement of what the criteria are, and we put this out on social media as well, along with the, the starting seeds for the brackets so everybody could know, uh, and feel free to chime in on this. Um, there are going to be three determining factors specifically for this Friends of the Doctor tournament. This may differ if we do it for different types of characters down the road. But for right now, we're going to be looking at, for each pairing, who is most important to the entirety of the, of the Doctor Who storyline writ large um the we will also evaluate who is more desirable to want to see a return to screen and then the third one which is the really painful one is the one that if if sophie's choice came into play here or uh what was that uh the the good son what was the the macaulay culkin movie where there's two kids hanging off the cliff yeah yeah and and if the doctor had to make the must choose one in that moment of peril who would be the one that they would reach and for. that mom chose correctly, because if you have to choose between Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood, you should save Elijah Wood. Always save Elijah Wood. He's a national goddamn treasure. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Haley, who is our first bracket as we work across? And just note that with very little um, intentional arrangement, these were randomized, <laughs> but the results but are terrifying. But made these choices as difficult as possible by randomizing... <laughs> The dice did not like us. <laughs> okay. That's uh, often the and, case. You know, listener, if you'd like to see this image, all of our socials has it. So check out anything yeah. uh, that we have a presence on. But yes, 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 bracket A, we've got the Brig versus Kate. So Brigadier Lethbridge-Stewart versus Kate Lethbridge-Stewart. to make Thanksgiving <sighs> so, real awkward. 
<laughs> so, so right out of the gate, um, the criteria on this uh, are, are increasingly uh, complex and painful. Um, so let's do this. Let's sort of go around and we'll, we'll say what we think about each of the criteria. And then we will go around and each make a decision about, okay, who advances? And it's, it's best two out of three. Uh, thankfully, uh, I, I shouldn't say thankfully. <laughs> Julie, no, no, uh, Julie is at a, on a work trip right now. Um, and so we actually have an odd number. Uh, if we, if we do this again for future brackets, one of us might sit out so that we maintain that, you know, we might moderate and just so, so we always have the best of three. So, okay. Who is most important to the full extent of the Doctor Who story as the series, as we know it. Um, Haley, what would you say between the Brig and Kate Stewart? Yeah, I think you have to say the Brig, but that's, at this point, it's just because he had so many more years of Doctor Who stories. Like, you know, hmm. 10, 15 years ago, that answer might be different. Okay. But right now, we got to go with the Brig. Okay. Jay, what would you say about uh, most important to the full Doctor Who story? Uh, God, this is just, it's not fair, but i <laughs> I kind of agree that you you kind of have to go with the brig though I'm I'm trying to remember what the ratio is of like times that that either one of these like really kind of um was the determining factor <laughs> for whatever conflict it was and it's that's uh, true I I think that weighs more heavily for Kate the I mean the 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 brig was there for for a lot more occurrences but i think kate was the linchpin more often than the brig was uh, right yeah and, and that's a very valid point so um i guess if you consider importance based on whether or not they save the day in the end then that might tip it to kate uh but if you were to say that important as far as the telling of the story could you tell the story without the without kate maybe could you tell the full story without the brig well as Haley said because there are so many Point, you know, so many uh, dog ears in that book. Yeah, um, it, it's impossible to to say, especially you know, and, and you do have uh, entire episodes that are built entirely around the break, of which we've a number of them we've most recently watched. So, yeah, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna side on the break towards that one too. So that is just the first criteria. Yeah. Next, the next criterion, sorry, singular, um, is who is more desirable to see a return to screen, and I have a feeling this is very very clear. Yeah. I I would watch Kate in her entire own series. Uh, I know who I want to see return. So let's go, Kate. Yeah, that's just good. Yeah, I mean, but there there is that part that like we know we're going to see more Kate. If if I had like that that third wish that I didn't know what to do with, I mean, the Brig would be back on the show too. <laughs> yes, uh, but the reason why I would not want to see even anything. Um, doing more than just referencing the the brig you know the the picture on the mantle or the mm -hmm. you know or the recording you know somebody goes back in time and you hear his voice on the pa as we most recently have and that was i was okay with that um is because uh, since i cannot retcon cyber brig <laughs> i i don't want anything that even treads anywhere near there um but yeah, yeah. As, as Haley Valid. said we've we're we're ready for a a unit rebirth spin-off yep. series at this point so uh anyway all right so Third question to to seal this bracket is who would the oh, who would the doctor save in a must choose one moment? So they're both hanging off the cliff. I think <laughs> yeah, he says Brig, you had a good long run and rescues Kate. Okay, and he he knows it's what the Brig would have wanted too. Where are we in the Brig's timeline? Because uh, if he doesn't save the Brig, then Kate may never exist. So. Yeah. I, I mean, all, right, all right. So, so Jay's going to hide behind semantics. Okay. <laughs> I no. I I think that it's it it would come down to that. I mean, the the, the brig is 
we've we've called him the doctor's best friend because it's it's what he was for for many many years. Um, he's as close as you could get to somebody, you know, getting that title. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if they're sitting there, the brig would be screaming at him to save Kate, and the doctor would would listen. And I'm actually of the mind that it would work the other way around because there's probably some point in time intersect. Uh, uh, Jay, to your original uh, dodge it question, mm-hmm. that both Kate and the Brig were were on the scene, and knowing Kate's resourcefulness and her resolve, and the fact that she does not um, she does not kowtow to um, sort of mil- military esque um, uh, protocol and and things of that sort as readily, she she she'll shoot from the hip, mm-hmm. and she would save her dad, um, as I think would probably be the case. Um, not to mention just, you know, aging years. So yeah. I, I would give that one to Kate. So, all right. Those- I, I think you may have swayed me with that one. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know if it's going to be enough. So here, right. here's what it comes down to. And this is what sucks about this thing and why, why I built it this way. But so you've got three criteria and three of us. And now we have to try and determine based on those. Each of us evaluate the three criteria to pick. And then we compare our answers. So Haley, who's advancing? So for me, uh, Kate advances based on the criteria we've selected. Okay. Uh, God, this is, this one is just unfair. Um, you can defy statistics. Now, Haley is going strictly by the numbers and says, yeah. two out of three won it. I have to give it to this one. You could say, nah, I'm giving well, it all I, heart. So the reason I do that is because then I can say, hey, Kier, pick the criteria. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Diplomatic um, immunity. I love Kate with everything in me. She is absolutely fantastic. And I'm, I'm looking forward to her where the, the show where she is the number one on the call sheet, but I've got to give it to the brig. You wouldn't have Kate if it weren't for the brig. So, and it is for those reasons. And the fact that I prefaced that and gave you that out in the first place that I am actually making the same call since even though Kate would have taken two of the three individual criteria, the parts do not equal the sum in my particular case. And there's just way too much heart involved. And I would advance the brig. So that's, uh, that puts the brig in the semifinals. Uh, and we move on to bracket B. Uh, Jay, who are we stacking up here? Oh, so uh, here we are looking at uh, Commander Strax or Jackie Tyler. I, I think this is the funniest matchup we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see the two of them in a ring. Uh, um, note here, uh, just, to, just to get this out of the way, we're going to have a couple of folks who are going to say, well, you didn't include so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Why didn't you put the whole Pat and Oster gang in there? You know, why didn't you put you know, uh, these other people? I, I actually, no matter how many times I did this, I always kept coming up with odd numbers, and I wanted single elimination on this. So we may, we may revisit it for, you know, mm-hmm. for, uh, you know uh, an additional circuit or something of that sort but at the moment uh, we landed on these eight so just give us a give us a small pass on those all right strax versus jackie who is more important to the to the doctor who story see that's and now we're running into the other end of that bell curve that we ran into with the the brig and kate um as as part of the whole of the pattern oster gang i've got to give it to strax Mm -hmm. um though individually it's i i don't know it but i I think he's going to edge out just because of uh, because of his team. Hmm. Okay, Haley. Yeah, as Jay was saying, uh, the these ones are not really the pillar uh, pillars of the show. But yeah, I think Strax 
it, it feels like he contributed over a longer arc of stories and was more crucial when he was there. So I'm going to give it to Strax. Huh. Okay. I, I want to say the same, except for the fact that Jackie came through at an absolutely clutch moment. Jackie Tyler's tea saved oh, the doctor go. during a rocky regeneration. Yeah. And for that alone, I'm going to give that one to Jackie. Just because. Fair enough. Fair um, So who is more desirable to see a return to screen? This could actually prove tough. Jay, where would you go with this? I, I, I think I would have to go with Strax because he makes more sense showing up by himself where Jackie, Jackie, apart from Rose, just, it, I don't know. I, I don't see a lot of story opportunity there. So I'm going to have to go with, uh, with Strax. Okay. Haley, what do you feel about it? Uh, I'm also going to go with Strax, you know, love Camille Kadori, uh, but I feel like we saw a Jackie's arc and there, I don't really think there's more that I need to see there. Whereas mm -hmm. you can always do something fun and different with Strax. Total agreement. Yeah. And it might actually be interesting to see what Strax does now in the aftermath of the Centauran flux uh, implosion too. True. So, uh, and what he has to say about uh, they're, they're nearly winning the day. He could have been absolutely vindicated in everything he's been biding his time for. So, <clears throat> uh, okay, last one, uh, last, uh, last determining question. Uh, who would the doctor save in a must-choose-one moment of peril? Um, I think I know where this is going to go, but for the sake of the motions, Jay, what would you say? I've, I've got to say that it, it is far more likely that he would save Jackie than Strax. I mean, it's... You've, you've got a Santaran who is identical to thousands of others. And while the doctor may not like may, may recognize the individual, I, I don't think that he would choose Strax over Jackie. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Jackie, you know, Jackie's kind of part of the TARDIS family in a way mm -hmm. that Strax really isn't. And Strax is also a soldier and not always a friendly one at that. So I think he <laughs> would be more willing to allow Strax to be sacrificed than Jackie. And often, um, opines about you know how glorious it would be to to fall in the line of duty. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, complete agreement on that one. So uh, that being said, who advances? Jay, what would you say? Um, well, whoever wins, I, I I've got to say that I want to see like a full five to eight minutes of these two just insulting each other because it would be absolutely brilliant. Yes, it would. Yeah, uh, but I I've, I've got to give Strax the win on this one. I just I, I think that he is. And he's more enjoyable to watch. He was uh, a bigger part of the story, in my opinion. So it's just, yeah, I think I've got to give it to him. Okay. Haley? Uh, yeah, I'm also going to give it to Strax. He won two of my three criteria, uh, and he's the one I find more entertaining. All right. Um, I will I, I will say the same, um, simply because I think uh, at this point, uh, Strax has left more of a footprint, at least in, in modern uh, most recent impact, uh, you know, as far as the the, the newest uh, or closest to new viewer. So, all right, yeah, fair enough. Third bracket uh, hurts a bit. Um, this is one where, as they came out randomly, I actually sat back and I uh, cursed my dice ever so slightly, which I often do. Um, but I came up with all new words this time because our pairing is Wilfred Mott and Harriet Jones, former prime minister. Yes, yes, we know. So, uh, I'll leap in on this one first. As our first criteria is who is more important to the full Doctor Who story, this is tough. I would 
It, there are there are some pretty strong things on both sides. There's uh, Wilf actually being the catalyst for the doctor to you know re- resign himself to his um, self-sacrificing regeneration and and so on. But Harriet saved the world uh, during the Stolen Earth um, by basically making making the important things happen in the clutch. You know, she was the clutch. So I don't know. Uh, I'm just gonna say. Uh, most important to the story, um, Wilf, because even aside from the story itself, in adding to the story and giving it the emotional beats that it needed and making sure that it had that connection as well as just the adventure side of it, but also just the emotional pull, uh, you ain't, ain't going to be Wilf. Uh, Harriet Jones was there for, for you know, isn't that darling, but <laughs> not the same, not the same strength. Uh, mm. Haley, where would you go? Um... So yes, Harriet Jones saved the Earth, but who doesn't in Doctor Who? Uh, (laughs) 15 minutes of fame. Wilf killed the Doctor. Not everybody gets to do that. Uh, So I would say Wilf is more important to the overall story. All right. If you ask anyone to start listing off names of like tertiary companions, Wilf is going to be one of the first ones that comes up. Harriet Jones may not even make the list in most cases. I like I I appreciate the the part of the story that she was that she was, but I mean, Wilf is Wilf is the heart and soul of of the episodes that he is in, and a few that he is just you know related to. So yeah, I, I have to give it to Wilf. Fair. Uh, second determining characteristic is who is more desirable to see a return on screen. I think Harriet had her opportunities for all the little pop in, aren't these great moments? I mean, that was her, that was her shtick was mm-hmm. to just pop up at all those unexpected moments and oh, I got a new job position. I'm going to add something to the bottom of my business card here, um, but. Wilf, you you couldn't you couldn't go wrong having more Wilf, with or without Donna, really. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. the mention of him. So, uh, Haley, I'm actually going to go the opposite direction. Like I I loved all of Wilf that we got, and I would love to see him again. But I am more interested in seeing what Harriet Jones's next job was and what she would pop <laughs> into the next time as UN head secretary. Yep. No, I I I could see where Haley is coming from with the. Uh, just one episode of Harriet Jones moving from one job to the next to the next. And like, you know, just kind of almost like a biography kind of thing, but push comes to shove. I'm, I'm always going to want more Wilf, you know? It, and like you said, Kira, it's even without Donna, we had the the story where it, Wilf was the companion for that story and it was fantastic. So mm-hmm. yeah, always going to want more Wilf. I don't care. All right. Uh, so they're hanging from the cliff or from a girder somewhere. Someone's got to be saved. Who gets saved? I'm just going to say this has already been established. Mm-hmm. Wilf gets saved. Yep. Uh, same. Doctor died to save Wilf once. He'd let somebody else mm-hmm. die to do it again. <laughs> he sacrificed himself to save Wilf's life. He threw Harriet Bus under the uh, or Harriet Jones under the bus <laughs> and and uh, you know ruined her politically. So yeah, Wilf is obviously the choice here. All right. So, who advances? Uh, I am. I'm going to say just based on the stats alone. Uh, I'm. I'm bringing Wilf into the into the semifinals. Uh, yeah, same Wilf. Yeah, Wilf. Don't even need to explain it. Okay. All right. Let's just breeze right past that. Whew, that wasn't emotionally <laughs> jarring at all. Um, this one should breeze pretty quickly, I think, uh, for a very number of reasons here. Um, <laughs> although the criteria could be kind of interesting. So, uh, Haley, what's the last pairing on this? Uh, so in our quarterfinal matchup, mm-hmm. uh, we've yep. got Professor River Song and Captain Jack Harkness. 
Yes, yes. We had to leave their titles in there because they've been earned. Well, yeah. All right. Who, who is more important to the fullest extent of the Doctor Who story? Um, Haley, what would you say on this one? Yeah, of these criteria, I think this is the one where it's closest for me. Um, but I think River edges out Jack. I feel like she's had more uh, crucial roles in more stories. I I would agree on that. Um, and it is just edging out. Yeah, because they you know they both been there at the you know at points that are are absolute canon defining opportunities. Um, but. But River was there for some of the the absolute crux moments within the Doctor's timeline, which is most important to the overall the overall tale. Jay, uh, I agree. This is incredibly close. But Jack had to have his entire own series to tell his full story, and we're still getting him back for new uh, iterations. So mm. I I have to give this to Jack. He's just been through more, and while it may not have been directly Doctor related he's had the biggest impact on the world that we've seen. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you throw the lens back a little further. Okay. Absolutely valid. Well, who is more desirable to see a return to screen? All right. Well, let's just go, go through the motions on this one. Haley river. Yeah. Done. Uh, I would say a river because Jack's already had his moment and it's fine. It's done. Let's, let's just put Barrowman out to pasture. I mean, river for the same reasons that, uh, that I said for Wilf. It's just, I, I always want to see her back. I always want to see what more we can get from her. So yeah. Just- yep. There you go. Okay. And <laughs> well, the last one, who would this, who would the doc, this is just dumb. <laughs> this is yeah. the point where the third criteria is just stupid. So let's yep. just say here, uh, who would the doctor save in a must choose one moment of peril? Well, Jack's never really in peril. Right. So, <laughs> but uh, also and, and- even when he has been in peril, he has allowed Jack to die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so that's established. So, uh, is it just safe to say across the board the river advances? <laughs> oh, Jay hesitates. I, I I do. I mean, there's you know, my dog is named Jack, Captain Jack Barkness. So it's, uh, clearly, I have I have a, a horse in this race. Yeah. So it it is a very near thing for me. And I, oh, I if I'm looking at the 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 stuff up until now, Jack, I feel is the oh God. No, it's just <laughs> I, I I can't say it. It's it, it's river by a hair. But it doesn't really matter pro- because you've already been outvoted two to two to one anyway. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> all right, so let's see, uh, uh, Haley. How does this all break down at this point? Where, what do we do? What do we do next? All right, so we will be picking up on the semi-final round where we will see the Brig versus Strax, and we will see Wilf versus River. Uh, oh, oh, as the oh. extra segment in an upcoming episode. Yeah, since yeah, you know, fewer brackets, we'll we want to make sure that we just put it in there as as a you know a, a quick break from, especially if we're watching a particularly you know gut wrenching uh, story on, on a rewatch or something like that. We'll say, you know what, let's just distract ourselves for a minute and play some of our tournament. We'll get <laughs> but, to them soon. You know, definitely go check out our social media feeds. Uh, grab the tournament bracket. Uh, make your predictions as to what what's going to happen here, and comment, email, yep. tweet whatever you need to do to get your predictions to us. Yeah, if you want to mark up the original brackets and send us a shout of that, that's cool. Yeah. Tell us how wrong we are. Precisely, or, or why we got it wrong. We'll, we'll take that as well, because as you saw, we were we were fence-sitting on a couple of these, so it doesn't take mm-hmm. much to sh- shove one of us over. Um, but we will actually take, uh, if anybody absolutely nails it and gets the bracket combinations all the way down uh, to, to the final, um, we will take one of those correct winners and uh, send you out some exclusive GPR swag. So you know, get on that quickly before we start getting to the next rounds and your argument is invalid. 
We're going to be taking uh, the next week off while we do some traveling and actually, you know, socialize. Uh, but when we, when we resume schedules, it'll be back to our classic rewatch uh, with the King's Demons. Yeah, there's a lot changing in this story, and it's unfortunate that it gets the treatment that it does. But we'll talk about that treatment in time. But Jay's got some business to take care of first. <laughs> A little bit. So yeah. uh, this has been episode 464 of Gallifrey Public Radio. Until next week, this is Jay saying, so um, I, I think this is all wrong and we just should scrap the whole thing, start over. Let's just, yeah, no, <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this anymore. It's too emotionally draining. And this is Kier saying, Paul, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. And this is Haley saying, I will die on the hill of Kate over the brig. <laughs> We'll see you next week. And we'll see. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Gallifrey Public Radio. Want to keep the conversation going? You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or just send us a good old-fashioned email to feedback at gallifreypublicradio.com. You can also give us a phone call at 754-225-5477. That's 754-CALL-GPR, and you may hear your voice on a future episode of the show. Everything's got to end sometime, otherwise nothing would ever get started. Join us next week for a brand new episode. Copyright 2022. See you next week.